to the DWI Podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the United States of Dem Dem Dare Americas. And I am joined this week by the MVP of the chair shot, Mr. Velvet Pipes himself, a friend indeed I have in him. It's Christopher Platt. Greetings and salutations, salutations and greetings. Happy to be here to make your acquaintance once again, and I hope you all are enjoying your Saturdays thus far. Thus far. Thus far. I bet we you could probably listen to yourself say thus far for an hour, right? <clears throat> At least. And joining us as well this week is the funky, phenomenal trickster himself, AJ Belaz, a friend in me you do have, indeed. Yes, I do. And Platt, were you trying to seduce everyone on air? Is that what you were trying to do with that by far? Thus far. Only me, folks. Not going to lie. It went from uh, 6 to midnight very quickly, just hearing the sound of my voice. Got to tuck it in. Tuck it in the belt. Tuck it in the belt. It's that ivory pipes, everybody. Velvet, baby, velvet. What was the Howard Stern movie called? Uh, Private Parts? I Private think? Parts. Private yeah. Parts. Yeah. All right, all right, ladies, I'm going to need you to grab your bass speaker and lay it down on the floor now, and I need you to straddle that thing. You need to straddle it good. Here we go. <laughs> That was pretty good, not gonna lie. Bro, me and my buddy went to see that in the movie theater. I think we were... What year did that come out? Can you Google that, AJ? What year did Private Parts with Howard Stern come out? We couldn't have been out of... what, 95? We couldn't have been out of high school, yeah. I think we... we No! I think we were freshmen, maybe? But I was... So wait, what was everyone's guess? I think it's 96. And I'll say 95. It was 97. Oh. Summer? So I was I was around when it came summer? out. Summer, barely. Shut up. Uh, the summer I'm not 100 percent sure. It's just telling me It was the winter actually. Excellent. It was 97. the winter. Yeah, winter of '97. Like I said, I remember it like it was the winter of '97. <laughs> <laughs> Platt, you're drinking. 
I'm drinking. I know AJ's got some special drinking to tell us about. So what the hell? Let's get really? it on. We're, 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 we're that dirt for uh, content. You said you like this song. I wasn't sure if you were gonna drink, you are gonna sing flat, but no worries, it's fine. <clears throat> I, I thought I, about I it too. To. I did till he came in. Plus, I knew I was gonna be offbeat because we're in different time zones and shit, and it, it never works out when I try to sing and be on beat. Yeah, you you would have been like an hour ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would have gotten and, it. And and I have been drinking alone. You you never realize how big of a problem you have until you're drinking, buddy gets knocked up and is unable to drink with you. <laughs> hey, Drew! Hey, at least it's yours. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, cheers to Christopher Platt's future son. Oh, that was good. Um, that was good. Let's drink one here. Oh, yeah, that's good. And I woke from a terrible dream. All right. And his partner, Jimmy Beam. All right. Um, here we go. I'm drinking uh, Jameson IPA Stock Edition. AJ, you found something new that you paired with something old. What are you doing? So, actually, it's not even something new. Uh, I, we were trying to find it for a while. One of Andrew's buddies had it four or five years ago, some shit like that. Couldn't find it anymore. It was chocolate whiskey, and I poured it with a little bit of screwball, so I'm drinking me a nice, delicious, alcoholic Reese's peanut butter cup, and it goes down so smooth. Christopher? A little yinling, and if you know me, you know the kettle isn't far behind, so I have those two things. Congratulations to AJ, by the way, for procuring the U.S. title in a hard-fought match versus Finn Bauer this past hey, Monday. Hey, 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 I shaved. I shaved. No, I shaved. I don't, I'm not Austin Theory. <laughs> very good, very good. All right, gentlemen, that's what you've been drinking. Why don't we low start off and let you know what's happening this week on the 321st edition of the podcast? Please do, because I don't know what's happening. Oh, okay. Well, well, not only do I drink alone, I also do this shit alone again we're having dan next week right dan's coming back wow yeah i hope so it's his birthday yes because why would he not want to spend his birthday with us yahoos yeah that makes perfect sense he'll be back next week who what do we since when do we give a shit what dan wants dan shows up it's his fucking job (laughs) he shows up we say happy birthday we drink like motherfuckers and then we do the show it's Come on, we've been doing this for 321 times. Listen, knowing knowing him like I do, he'll use it as a nice kickoff point to the evening. So nice. I, nice. I I don't know what he's doing. Um, I have to work the next day, so I'm not going planning on partying that night. If he wants to do something the next day, that's up to him. But, yeah, he won't listen to this anyway, so uh, 
Mags won't listen to this anyway either because he hates it when people belch, and I'm not going to go back and edit that. So that was for Mags. Uh, happy birthday, Dan, in, in advance. Oh, look at that. Did you want to get one in, Chris? Really? No, I can actually smell you nasty melon farmers through my microphone. That's disgusting. Smell a Skype. <laughs> that's, a, that's a talent. Ugh. Scratch and scratch and, not. Scratch, and scratch and sniff. Scratch and sniff, Ugh. bitch. Ugh. Ugh. But uh just wanna stop by real quick and uh let you guys know. Um pretty sure I'll be here next week. <laughs> oh, that was audio we pulled from Dan. Uh, so great so great of you to provide that for us, Chris. No, he actually called me earlier. I, I oh, was yeah. He was playing the voice message. Sure. And he left me on my phone. Oh, yeah. no, that makes yeah. sense. I thought you told sense. me there was more than that. Isn't <laughs> 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 not there a PS or something you said? PS? Hold on. Let me. Let me put, <laughs> PS? Shares and bears. <laughs> I, I didn't know that Dan sounded so much like Smithers from The Simpsons. <laughs> you you clearly haven't been paying attention to these bands. Oh, years. man. I, oh, no, Mr. Burns. I remember. <laughs> oh, man. To the show, Smithers. You're, you're wasting my time, you buffoon. <laughs> yes, to the show. Yeah. Release the dogs. Oh. So what's up, man? Y'all want to talk some USFL? No, I think we're going to. No, I don't because New Jersey lost. <laughs> I think we're going to... got gonna, the first touchdown uh, and then lost. You had, a, you had a real answer to that? <laughs> we're going to talk a little NBA playoffs. Nice. We're going to get into some trivia. We're also going to hit Seinfeld Season 2, Episode 6, The Statue, which is actually one of my favorite episodes of Seinfeld all time in all of the seasons. Um, and there's possibility of some wrestling talk somewhere. I'm not sure, though. The forecast is, like, mostly to partly clear of wrestling conversations. So we'll see what happens there. For now, what I want to do with everybody is have you listened to a commercial. This is DWI Podcast number 321 right here, Chair Shot Radio Network, Christopher Platt, AJ Belaz, DP out on assignment. My name was Pizza Funny. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head folks don't forget to head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot pick yourself up a chair shot t-shirt they make a great gift as well i guarantee it that's prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot Uh, if they're 
if there ever was inspiration for Restream and this broadcast to be put out <laughs> live for you to watch, it was Christopher Platt giving heart, soul, body, and a good hell of an arm workout into directing, as a conductor, the symphony known as John Tesh's NBA basketball team. That's my yeah. calling, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Maestro I, Platt over there. I firmly believe that it would have sounded nothing like what it just did had they were been watching what you were doing. Yep. Would have been a lot more funky. When the funk hits the fan, smells like chitlins, grits, and ham, gentlemen. Speaking of funky. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> business is picking up in the NBA as we are in the NBA playoffs here. Christopher, let's start with you right away. We haven't had a chance to talk basketball in a little bit here. We're through the play-in. We're into the first round. What surprised you so far the most here in the first round? Which matchup in, in well, series? Well, first and foremost, Tony, man, we've got to, we're kind of burying the lead here. we got to talk about the breaking news with your team, the Milwaukee Bucks and Chris Middleton. So please uh, correct me. Is he out just for this series or is he out for the playoffs? Three to four weeks. Ooh, that that's be. tough because yeah. this is. This has actually been an interesting matchup, Milwaukee and Chicago. Like, Milwaukee got off to the big lead in game one. Chicago fought back, made it a game. Milwaukee obviously pulled away at the end, but they lost game two at home to flip home court advantage. I feel like this is uh, it's not the best matchup for Milwaukee, man. But what, what are your thoughts right now as your team is one and one? You still feeling confident that they're going to be able to pull this out? Well, we had beaten them 17 straight times before the game two, so I thought it was a pretty good matchup. I think we'll be just fine. You're listening the morning after this game is over, and much like I gave Platt a guarantee on whether or not his Cleveland Cavaliers were going to end up in the actual playoffs, I'll also give you a guarantee that the Bucks now lead this series 2-1 to one as you listen. It's going five. That's the end of it. They're not losing another game here. Giannis Antetokounmpo is on the court. Grayson Allen, I think, is going to have a game. He had a game against them earlier in the year, and everybody in Chicago got all riled up about it. Just wait. It'll be fine. Fair enough. You're probably right. Um, moving along here, because Boston and and Brooklyn, is that mm -hmm. tonight as well, or is that yes. later on that, this evening? That that will be as you were listening to this on Saturday. Okay, cool, be the cool, Celtics cool. Celtics and the Nets. That's an interesting one. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, that is, that is tomorrow. You're right, Amy. <clears throat> Go ahead. You mean today? Saturday. It, it's Saturday. Saturday. Whatever It'll the fuck it is, it's Saturday the fucking 23rd. I, I mean, I'm... I, a part of me wants to say I'm surprised that the Nets are just flopping here. Right now they're 2-0 against the Nets. Or, or yeah, they're 2-0 against the Nets. The Nets are just being bad for no reason. I don't know why. I don't know how... Probably too much. I, I feel like they're just overhyped at the moment. That's the thing. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, the Nets should be good now that they got rid of this and this and they got all these pieces. Well, they are the, not looking good at all. Well, the, the problem is this. I, I didn't mean to cut you off, man. I apologize. Continue. No, you're fine. The I problem mean, is, and then you cut me off. Go ahead, man. Say what you're going to say. I was going to say, and plus no one expected game one to end the way it did. With Jason Tatum just fucking throwing one up there and he gets the point on the buzzer beater. It's hilarious because I missed that game. I didn't realize it was on. It was Easter. I was cooking. We were watching family shit. And I literally missed like the greatest game in the history of basketball. That's a running joke in the Cranbrook household because I always make that joke. But y'all don't care about that. 
the problem with this matchup with Brooklyn is they're, the Celtics are acutely able to match up with Brooklyn. And I mean that specifically defensively because they can switch everything. But the, the thing is, obviously, I'm not going to rule out Brooklyn because when you have two dynamic scores like Kyrie and KD, you always have a shot. But KD has been struggling these past couple of games, and he's also been frustrated. Like, you can't get in his head. Steve Nash. Baby, it's time to earn your paycheck. You got to make some adjustments. Yeah, because I, you know, I've been telling you, I've been noticing what they've been doing. So, like, for example, when they come up and set the screen, as soon as KD comes off that screen with the ball, they've got a guy at either block, wherever he's going to drive to, and it's been discombobulating him, and he's been rushing it, and he, it, it, it's got, they've gotten KD off his rhythm. Plus, they got a little bit of home cooking in Boston as well, i.e. they were able to be a little physical with KD. And as a man that's similar to KD's build, like when I played ball, I was also very slender. When you're a slender guy, you don't like a lot of contact. It, 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 you know, it's easy to throw you off your rhythm. Just a little bump here, a little nudge there, a little grab, whatever, whatever. It's easy to throw you off your rhythm. So, Steve, you, Steve Nash, rather, the coach of the Nets, you got to make some adjustments, bro. Like, for example, let me ask you this, Tony, because you play ball. So... Okay, you know they're going to switch everything on the pick. So why not set the pick? Matter of fact, don't even have let KD have the ball. Set the pick with one of the guards players, like a, with Kyrie or Brown or something like that. They're going to switch, and then let KD fade down to the block. Throw him the ball real quick. Now, you have to be a lot quicker, KD, and a lot more concise with your movements and what you're going to do. But he sees a couple of them go in early. Maybe he gets into a rhythm. Maybe it gets his confidence up and then he's off and rolling. But what do you think about my strategy? And overall, what do you think about this series more importantly? I mean, it makes sense in a perfect world, what you want to do. I mean, there's just a number of different ways you can kind of defend and attack certain situations in the NBA, right? Especially when you have players as versatile as Kevin Durant. But right now, this series could easily be 2-0 the other way. Uh, especially, you know, that first game. But it's hard. It's hard for me to believe that Brooklyn won't come out and win at home here. It's just maybe this is where the Celtics are. They start to believe in themselves, right? There's plenty of talent on that team. I knew Jason Tatum was should have been the first pick in that draft. I knew he was going to be the best player in that draft. That kid is a scorer. Jalen Brown is finally realizing that he's not the number, number one guy. Marcus Smart seems to be making better basketball decisions, so... We'll see. Those guys have to play well. I know they're without their big man, but it seems like Tyson just uh, Tyson Horford have stepped up on the inside. So, boy, I'm just it's it, it sucks like Stephen A. said because Kevin Durant got hurt and Kyrie Irving was out all year. This shouldn't be a first round matchup. It should. And and where the hell did Horford come from? Did he get some PEDs or something? Because remember, he was dead in the water at the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, the Celtics were trying to figure it out, but he looks rejuvenated, reinvigorated. Maybe, um, you know, he dipped into some of that Vince McMahon juice, if you you picking up what I'm putting down. So, PEDs. <laughs> No, I'm you kidding. know, I, yeah, yeah, I'm not. I, I don't want to uh, pass any excursions on this man, but it just it, the the elevation of his game from where he was at the beginning of the season is remarkable. This goes seven, though, doesn't it? This this, this goes seven. I would say six. I, w- I would say this goes six. Because I'm not counting out Brooklyn. You know, I had Brooklyn at the beginning of the season. I still think when they're firing on all cylinders, they are the best team in the league. But Boston is damn good. And I didn't believe in Boston until maybe the last week of the season. Like, I, I thought, yeah. But they, they, yeah. 
Boston is doing it. Like, I, I will say this. I think, no, I can't say that. Never mind. I'm not going to say that. He was about to say something live on air that was going to jeopardize everything that he ever thought of. I'm kidding. But no, I, I don't know. I, I can't I'm, say what I was going to say because the heat have looked so good. But go go ahead, AJ. Yeah. But the one thing that I was going to say, for instance, that I don't know if it's just because I've been hearing it since I'm near it. But the Sixers also have game four against the Raptors, and they are 3-0 so far. That, for me, that's a little eye-opening because so many times we see Embiid actually go and kind of choke the playoffs in all honesty. But now he's he's making sure that he's carrying the Sixers through this entire stretch I, of round one. Go ahead, Chris. You can respond to that because all I have to say is I told you all that the Sixers are going to be in the conference finals. You did. I, I still don't believe that. Number one, James Harden seems to be a shell of himself. I think all the mileage on the odometer is starting to catch up with him. Embiid had a phenomenal game three, and he won it in spite of of the Sixers because if you go back and watch the lat the fourth quarter of that game and that overtime game their offensive execute not even the offensive execution just like the their execution in general was just there, bad. there was none no and I that's, remember that's watching that live at a bar yeah that and that that's on Doc the only reason they were able to pull that game out is because the Raptors didn't have anybody on the other end that they could go to when they needed a bucket so it was a lot of one on one hero type ball but they didn't they don't have that guy that can go out and get a bucket when they need it. I thought Siakam was going to develop into that guy. It hasn't happened as of yet, and they they struggled. They had the clogged toilet offense on their end as well. And Embiid made some some he made some super plays down the stretch. Obviously, they're going to beat Toronto. Are they going to make it to the uh, conference finals? I don't know. That remains to be seen. I, now, yeah. my question for that though, since it is three zero, and when you guys listen to this, the the game might be actually happening. It is a two p.m. game Eastern. Will they sweep the Raptors? Will it be a clean 4-0? Who cares? Who cares? I think they will, but if it doesn't, it's only going to go five at best at this point. Who cares? Fair. Yeah. I mean, and then the only other game I can think of, just because we always think about him from the three-man weave, the, the Suns and the Pelicans are currently tied. They'll be playing Friday, so you'll know the score. We won't yet because this is a Friday recording. They're tied right now, 1-1 apiece. What's up with Booker? Is he playing tonight, or did he play last night? He's, as definitely, out. He's definitely out for games three and four. His diagnosis was two to three weeks, but we'll see what happens. Then, you know, the thing we didn't talk about with New Jersey is Ben Simmons is supposed to play in game four. Is he really? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see exactly. I, I both love and hate the fact that you called the Nets New Jersey. Oh, the I love the fact Nets, you remember yeah. they're in New Jersey, but I hate the fact that you had to remind me that that team is in New Still Jersey or was was in New Jersey. Still call the Raiders Oakland, bro. Sometimes I'll call the Rams St. Louis, so just bear with me. Yeah, I still I call still the Chargers call the, San Diego. I still call the Guardians the Indians, and I refuse to call the Washington football team the fucking Commodores or whatever the fuck their name is. Commanders, Matter of fact, yeah, no. yeah, they're the Commodores now. I'm not even going to say Commanders. I saw that shit. Commodores. I swear to God, I thought it was like a USFL team. I'm calling them the, the Commodores on all, all now. They're the Washington Commodores. You but, mean you uh, but, Big Dave for, for the fucking first game of the season. Hey, man, that's my consigliere, not yours. 
But no, but but all jokes aside though, but Ben Simmons actually does bring something to the table that they need. They need a melon farmer, and they being Brooklyn, goddamn pronouns, pal. They need a melon farmer that can create shots for other people. And Ben Simmons, he's not great at creating shots for himself or even, you know, shooting shots for himself, but he can create for other people. The problem is he's missed the entire season. He hasn't played with these guys. The playoff intensity and everything that's going on. Plus, the melon farmer got a goddamn epidural couple weeks ago for his back that's all bad but if he's able to play at this point in time it's got to be all hands on deck because you obviously can't go down three nothing so yeah there's that but but getting back to your thing yeah the the suns aren't going to lose to the pelicans man they're not i i'm i'm only saying that because i'm even surprised that it's even one one (laughs) Well, I, I think thought that the, was going to be a clean sweep. Get the uh, fuck out. Man, I did too. That's Belkins, fair. Belkins could win this series, man. You really think so? I really do. Yeah, it's hard for me to believe that they're going to win. I mean, they're they're talented. Shout out to Brand Brandon Ingram coming into his own. CJ McCullough. Uh, who's the third guy down there that could play? I can't remember his name. It doesn't matter. The bottom not, line is not Zion Williamson. <laughs> It sure as shit ain't Zion. He was on the sidelines with a pack of uh, double stuffed Oreos. So he, yeah, it wasn't him. But it, it doesn't matter, man. I, yeah, Phoenix is going to at least make it to the second round. The they team got, y'all need to be concerned about. They go, got, go ahead. They got Valenciunas. They got Josh Hart, Devontae Graham. You mean Valenciunas? Valenciunas. God bless you. Pretty much. It, it's it's is, Roman. <laughs> Uh, Larry, Nance, Larry, Larry Nance Jr. has played some big games for them in the playoffs here. Well, you asked. I'm just telling you. I, I, I did. I, I thought mean, there was appreciate a it, I but... But, yeah, they're not going to beat the Phoenix Suns. But the team that y'all, that everybody needs to be worried about right now is the Golden State Warriors. Granted, bad matchup. They're basically playing one-on-five, the one being Jokic. But they're looking phenomenal. Pool has been balling the hell out this world. And the most scary part about this is Clay isn't Clay yet. And Steph has been coming off the bench in this series. I mean, he's still playing like 35 minutes, but he's coming off the bench in this series and they're handling their business. That's scary for the rest of the league. I think Clay, be. I think Clay is as close to Clay as going to be this year. Um, and I don't You're know. All, right. And I don't know how much. And that's really, really good. Um Steph will be in the starting lineup after this series. I think they'll finish out this series like this off the bench one more time. But they might just have to run those guys out there like that. You know, uh, I think the guy that might end up coming out of the lineup for starting purposes as the playoffs go on here, especially if you have bigger, it, yeah, his, his matchup problems is Draymond's in there. If you need a guy to guard someone that's bigger, it's going to be Wiggins, right? Mm-hmm. And, oh, sh- shout out to Draymond, though. He's doing a phenomenal job against Jokic. Like, can we give him his props on that one? The thing about it is don't count out Jordan Poole coming out of the starting lineup either, right? Like, to have the guy that can run the second string, your second string wins the plus-minus every single game. They're doing that right now with Steph Curry, right? Granted, Steph Curry's on the court at the end of the game. He's on the court a lot with the five, the, the, the death-not-death lineup or whatever you want to call it. But he is also getting more second unit minutes because he's not starting, which is ending up in a higher plus minus against the worst lineup and against the other team. I've heard PTSD, which I kind of dig that. 
<laughs> the, the name for that lineup. I, I, I got to dig that. I think you have to ride the hot hand, and I think you have to ride this Jordan Poole thing, man, because we we, we don't know a ceiling, but it's working. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know Poole, what I mean? Poole, Steph, Thompson, Draymond. Draymond. Yes, yeah. yeah. That's that's pretty P- good. P- PTSD. Good. I that's like That's pretty it. good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Imagine if Gian- uh, imagine if Giannis was the five in that lineup. Giannis, they probably wouldn't lose a game. <laughs> they they would they would have win. Like, yeah, they would have lost like eight games all season. Hey, remember the Warriors like record breaking season? Let's throw in Giannis. I couldn't think of a better lineup around Giannis like currently. Like you have those three shooters and then a guy in Draymond who's gonna do all, uh, like a lot of dirty, work, dirty with, work but with you because yeah, yeah. Giannis likes to do that too. You know, he Giannis likes to be inside. He likes to throw the ball off the backboard like a madman and go up and dunk it. But, yeah, that would be, I mean, talk about putting some, talk about dream matchups in, in, in wrestling. You know, there's a, a dream lineup. Yeah that, yeah, that wouldn't even be fair. That I mean, that could happen. You never know. He's not leaving Milwaukee. He's, he got his title. He's stuck he's here. Hey, you don't know how money talks. Money talks. He's stuck here for a few more years, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see yeah. if we can capture uh, another one here this year and then in the next few years. I would imagine this team's window with him on it is open for the next six to eight years after this season still. So, yeah. I mean, we'll, so, we'll, we'll, we'll drizzle a little bit of wrestling in here. I mean, Tony also said that we're never, ever, 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 never fucking ever going to see a Stone Cold Steve Austin match. Oh, God. Why did you bring that up? We still haven't. We certainly did. No. Yeah, they they literally okay. Let let let's get to the bottom of this. Okay, let's let's dead this right now. And I know he's gonna be stuck in his ways. Okay, Andrew, you know that, right? Or That's Adam, I beg Adam, your pardon. I'm not even using that account anymore. Uh, y'all all look alike. Fuck it. But uh, <laughs> I'm fucking with you, man. But uh, okay. So the bell rang. A referee called the fall. Hell, pre-match. Kevin Owens literally said, literally said the words, I tricked you, Steve. I brought you out here because I wanted to have a match. So in what universe, in in what language, what the fuck, Tony, do you hear that does not constitute that being a match? I see why Andrew stirs the pot now. Holy fuck, this is fun. That wasn't a match. It was no, no. Answer my goddamn question. What was the question? Oh goddamn it! You heard me, motherfucker. Don't play dumb. You heard me. You I, heard I, me. I only have one comment. What Trump? What you gonna say, Trump? No, that's not fair. No, it is fair. That's what you're doing right now. You trumping me right now. That that's what you're doing. That wasn't. Yeah, listen here, Christopher. That wasn't a match. <laughs> that's Kennedy, not Trump. <laughs> era, era wasn't a match. Era, Christopher. Era, Boston Bean Town. Era, era. <laughs> the fuck? What? You see why this man infuriates me, Adam? You see that? Oh yeah, right? no, without a doubt, I do. That's and why he's I brought doing up it on what I brought up. And, he, and he's doing me for the sole. He's doing it for the sole purpose of I didn't pissing me off. You off. I didn't bring yeah. it up. Yes. I didn't bring it up. I didn't bring it up. Oh no, you I hundred percent. You asked me if it was a match. I say it's not a match. I also said a lot of other words to prove that it was a match, and you conveniently didn't hear any of those, Donald. False. <laughs> fake news. Yeah, yeah. 
Fake news. It was not a whole, no holds barred match. No, that no time. Paid. No time for that in the big league, Chris. Okay, gotta move on. Gotta make more money. <laughs> gotta comb my hair. What hair? Two things you can always count on. Stone Cold Steve Austin did not have a match at WrestleMania, and Donald Trump will always be your president, okay? <laughs> I don't even know who that sounds like. I don't even know that, either. It, it, it was Alec Baldwin playing Trump. That's what it sounded like. Pretty but, sure that was an SNL skit. It sounded yes, like some yes. dumbass white motherfucker thinking he could do impersonations. That's what the fuck it sounded like. Oh, Speaking of Mike Tyson. Why did we talk about that? Yes. Yes, please. Did you see that? Beating the fuck out of a guy on a plane? No, I missed it. Yeah, apparently someone was annoying him on a plane, so he got up and beat the ever-living fuck out of him. Wasn't even the shit out of him. It was the fuck out of him. Interesting. When did that Probably happen? on TMZ somewhere. But yeah, he was on a plane. Someone was, like, annoying him or, like, kicking the back of his chair or something. He reached back, popped him a handful of times. Which is funny enough because I was literally sent a meme today saying, I've been drunk. I've been blackout drunk. I haven't been wanting to fight Mike Tyson drunk. And I know for a fact that uh, Chris, even though he's taking a piss break right now, will say, pop. So, a couple things. Hold on, quiet. Well, they can't hear you or see you watching this, so I'm going to keep talking while you can... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I guess you can't. Okay, so I wouldn't say that he beat the ever-living fuck out this melon farm, right? He gave him some love taps. But, I mean, it's Mike Tyson. Kidding? That's not the guy. Yeah, that's not the. No, 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 no. No, no, no. The guy grabbing his arms is not the guy he punched. The guy is down no, and out. Yeah. They don't show the punch. Yeah. No, 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 but he didn't beat the ever-living... He gave him some love taps. Like, if Mike Tyson wanted to beat the ever-living fuck out that Mellon Farmer, he'd still be out, is what I'm saying. Number two, that so uh, Tyson has already lawyered up, which is smart. He said that the guy threw a water bottle at him, which technically that would constitute assault, assault, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. That is, so he, that is he, he, got, he got it. He got his receipt. He got what he had coming to him. Where, where, where the fuck why, is why would Dave you antagonize Mike Tyson? Where's Big Dave when we need him? Why would you antagonize Mike Tyson out of all the people in the world? Why would you do that? I, you, I might you be stubborn, you go viral, but bro? I'm not that stubborn. You thought you were going to go viral, bro? He thought he was going to be the new jackass, dumbass. The new jackass is dumbass because you're a dumbass, sir. I was about to say, I did send the meme that I was talking about to you guys. But, yeah, I just... Who, who the fuck even thinks about instigating a, any type of confrontation... Maybe a spelling bee, maybe. But that's about it with Mike Tyson. So what's the actual story behind it? Did you read the story? Like, the guy was kept bugging him, or what? Yeah, Apparently so the was... guy kept poking him and, and bugging him, and he just had enough. Apparently and, the and water bottle was water thrown. Bottle. Yeah. He was just, yeah, he was antagonizing Mike Tyson, trying to go viral, because there was a guy, he wasn't filming. It was a guy that was across the aisle from him that was filming this dude, Fucking with Mike Tyson. Oh man, yeah. I gotta find the better video. Yeah. yeah. 
And then, yeah, now you're not going to find a video where he threw the water bottle. That came in afterwards. That's what Tyson's voice is saying. Oh, of course not, because that, that's, you're never going to find incriminating evidence, especially if it's someone who's famous. Of course not. You want that money. Yeah, well, yeah. But, yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm just saying. But, but, I mean, this is a kinder, gentler, weed-induced Mike Tyson. <laughs> so you really got to do a lot to pull that Catskills, New York out that melon farmer. All right. And you well, know, with, with, with the cannabis, you know, that's going to be great. Maybe we'll just have Mike Tyson news every week from now on to see what happens with this lawsuit. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out here. But uh, for now. New episode of Mike Tyson Mysteries. Oh, boy. For now, we're going to take another commercial break. You're listening to the, the 321st the of the... edition of the podcast known as DWI. Yes, Christopher, what were you going to say? The case of what? The case of the thrown water bottle. Uh, the errantly thrown water bottle. Uh-huh. They can't all be winners, y'all, okay? Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> the errant Dasani. Mm-hmm. Chairshot Radio Network, thechairshot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Uh, and it's not trivia without Tony having to grab another beer, try to accelerate uh, them brain cells. Not another beer. It's the only beer I'm having tonight. Wow. Why, why would you tell people that I went to go take a piss, sir? All you know. had to you do was keep talking. You are 10 minutes late to that. All you had to do was keep talking. They don't know unless you tell them. Why don't you just keep saying words until I get back? I wasn't gone that long. I didn't even have time to go wash my goddamn hands. I had to go sanitize them after the fact just so I wasn't a nasty motherfucker. Why you got to tell people I'm not here? Nobody knows we're not here. We're not recording. It's not video. Just talk. Say words. That's why the fuck you're here. Because they think you have some interesting ass shit to say. Not just because you're the uh, trivia trickster. Why don't you just uh, bloviate for a few minutes and buy me some goddamn time until I get back from relieving my goddamn bladder? Can you do that for me, sir? Please? Do you know, what, huh? you know, what, do you know why I do that? Pop myself. <laughs> I'll pop your ass when I see you, motherfucker. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. The Flat Blast rivalry continues. Flat Blast twenty twenty four. This time with the younger one. <laughs> we will send your older brother over to the Ukraine, and he'll figure that shit out. He'll be uh secretary of uh of uh, foreign relations. <laughs> he gonna get us into World War Five and shit. You know. <laughs> no, it's the Family no, Guy be... skit. And what about three and four? <laughs> no, five is so much bigger. It trumps those. It just goes right from two to five. <laughs> we're gonna be fighting till we get an actual politician back in the White House, man. Fuck with your brother. <laughs> <laughs> if you think Andrew's gonna get us out of a war, you have another thing coming. 
He said, what? I didn't say anything. What? I didn't say anything. Everyone just makes him out as a dick. Like, it's some asshole. Did, did, you read the brie- did, did you read the briefs about how to conduct business with these four people and I how their customs are different time. than ours? Exactly. Wow, I haven't exactly. Heard that in five ever. Yeah, I haven't played in a long time. Huh. Exactly. He would, He's he wouldn't go be happy there, about yes. that up until now. He's gonna be like, "Hey, how you doing, Ambassador of Russia?" And he's just gonna turn around, drop trowel, and give himself a saltwater enema right in front of the, <laughs> right in front of. The... <laughs> Putin just looks at him and goes, "I respect it. I respect it a lot, sir." I respect. Nah. The nukes go out tomorrow. <laughs> I must. I must try touch, this. Touch everything but America. I must what? try this Malaz custom. <laughs> we must break them. <laughs> no, but chug with vodka. Trivia. Fuck. I right, I got questions. <laughs> I think everybody has questions after the <laughs> no, last. No, I have trivia questions. No, 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 no. It's because I didn't get to do Potter's War this week, so that's why I have to go a little potty. All right, Tony, door number one, two, or three. As he pops because he's smiling. Cause I'm I said, not I'm popping. I rolled my eyes because you waited for your laugh, which did not come. He he, he picked last time. I, I can't pick. What's going on here, man? What type of racial because, shit is this? Because, because you you're insulted black. me, sir. That's fair. You're Whoa! both. Actually, you're both right. <laughs> you both make solid points. <laughs> <laughs> I made a solid point. Tony, that was. Racist mind is a racist kind. I didn't say I agreed. I just said it was a solid point. It's America. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, touche, motherfucker shit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have to validate myself to you, AJ. You Uh, know, he's America. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. (laughs) So you see what I did there is I played off the fact that he was black, okay? It's a big league move. Um... Door number one, please. Door door number yeah, door number one. Fuck. God damn it, motherfucker. That's why you don't pick first. Uh who did Billy Gunn betray to join Jesse James for the New Age Outlaws? I was just talking about this man with Amber yesterday and how him and I bear a striking resemblance to each other and how our son may come out looking like this guy. <laughs> I have concerns if that happens. The joke, man. I don't remember who it I, was. I, I, not... I now I now can't unsee a baby bash uh, yeah. without got, having I, like the entire I, I, attire. I, hey, I got my long sideburns and my hair slicked back. I'm coming through your town in a pink Cadillac. I'm just a honky tonk man. It's the honky tonk man. I'm just a honky tonk man. It's the honky tonk man. <laughs> I'm just a honky tonk man. I'm cool. I'm cocky. I'm bad. The answer is the honky tonk man. Now, now I'm going to call him the Honky Tonk Bash now. I hope you're well aware of that. We, <laughs> Even we... if he doesn't look anything like him, <laughs> Honky Tonk Bash. He's just the Honky Tonk Bash. <laughs> it, it was a whole you, thing. You I did guess. this. 
y- y'all had to be here for it. It was funny. It was the whole thing. Yeah. But yeah. T- T- Tony's trying not to want to strangle someone. <laughs> <laughs> so Platt's on the board with one. Yes, uh, Platt, two or three? Uh, We'll go. Nah, yeah, we'll go three. I typically do the deuce in honor of DP, but he ain't here, is he? So let's I did it for you. What? Why did you Pavlov yourself? I didn't. I just like to do it. You still did it. Yeah. What I miss? Doodle-doo. He 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 did the doodle doo. Oh. oh, that's why I took my headphones off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, yeah. he himself said it. Yeah. Oh, Pavlov's dogs. Yes. All yeah. right. <laughs> Got to break the curse sometime, gentlemen. Let's go. What's the question? All right. Who was the original Evolution member that Batista replaced? What? There there was supposed to be another member, but Tripp said, fuck that guy. I don't care how good his uh, dropkick is. Yeah, so I've won this week, okay? I already won. Andrew got them all. Yeah, I've I've already won. I'm up 2-1. I'm up 2-0, actually. I don't even know who he's talking about. I just. I... So, can can you see my background, or do I need to? Uh, un... it, it's it's foggy, but someone tells me you already know what the answer is, regardless. Well, Tony, show your answer before I say it. Why? I already wrote it down. Why don't you say yours? Because you don't know. Okay, so write it down then. It's then show us what down. you wrote. That's great. So show us. But I can't oh, change mine. Man. You can change yours after I show mine. All right. Well, well all right. Platt, Platt uncensored his thing. He says Mark Jindrak. Oh. Tony? That's not who I put down. It, you didn't put anything. You put down Coco Beware. Get the no, fuck I out didn't. of here. Close? I mean, yeah, in, in WWE. <laughs> or the I was about shit, to right? say that. Yeah, it's close. The same, thing. the same thing. Yeah. But no, it's Jindrak. Plot, what do you mean? Uh, what do you mean that you you won this week? I literally just won. I'm up two zero, man. Going be, back to Salt Lake City. What are you be, talking about? Must be three the, points. Uh, for question number three. Uh, what Tanya just said. The next question is three points. Oh, that's Ooh. some bullshit. See how white people do it? I'm not playing it. Do 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 my ass. I'm not playing. That's some bullshit. You see how they do it? Every time we get a little bit ahead, y'all motherfuckers gonna change the goddamn rules. It's some bullshit. But you know Change the rules. I'm going to multiple answers. Come answer. on with the goddamn question. I'm going to win it any goddamn way. Come on. I'm going to win it fair and square. See how y'all jit me in this motherfucker. Come on. Let's never, do it. Who ding, are ding, these? Ding, ding, ding. We never rang the bell bitch. before. I forgot to ring the bell. <laughs> hey, ding, 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 bitch. Let's go. Let's fucking who were, go. Who were the three members of the Kings of Wrestling in TNA? Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Watch Platt still gonna win. I got some of the I don't know. It's just throw a dart at the wall, make sure it hits a bullseye. That's all I want. Plus the TNA question. Tony's not gonna know it. TNA question. Tony's not gonna know it.
the kings can get, of wrestling. Can we get another? Can I get another thirty seconds? No. I they already know. cheated. Yeah. Mm. Jeff Jarrett. Which which answer? Which answers? Right. Answers Jeff Jarrett. Spend my days working hard on the go, but the hands. All right. The so so Tony's being a dick. So Platt, just show your answers. In TNA, I, I I saw Chris Hero, Claudio, and Alex Shelley. In TNA, not ROH. Kings of Wrestling. Oh, uh, ROH group with Claudio and Chris Hero. I did say in TNA. Claudio and I did because Claudio and and Chris Hero were not in TNA. Okay, so uh, Elix Skipper. Uh, <laughs> um, that's one. No. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, Kings of Wrestling. Uh, Booker T and Scott Steiner and Kevin Nash. That was the main event mafia. <laughs> I know. God damn it! I'm just. You said throw shit against the wall. Are those the three you're going with? Okay, Kings of Wrestling. So we're going to go AJ Styles. We're going to go Christopher Daniels. And we're going to go... This melon farmer is going to say fucking Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Yep, see, look, I called it. (laughs) Honey, honey, what do you have? I don't have it. Really? None? Jeff Jarrett? None. That's one. AJ Styles? You have a third to tie it? Because AJ is not one of them. Yeah, I don't. Platt won it. It was uh, Jarrett, Hall, and Nash. Time after time. You gotta go. I've paid my dues. (laughs) Time after time, I've paid my dues. Just do two songs together. See how they tried to cheat us, America, but we still came out on top. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. People are going to steal from you. You can't stop them. But everybody has their own little personal security things. Things that they think will foil the crooks, you know? In your own mind, right? You go to the beach, go in the water, put your wallet in the sneaker. Who's gonna know? What criminal mind could penetrate this fortress of security? I tied a bow. They can't get through that. I put the wallet down by the toe of the sneaker. They never look there. They check the heel. They move on. Gentlemen, season two, episode six, the statue. To me, now Seinfeld has started. The characters are taking the shapes that they're going to have and carry with them. Um, You're going to get some of the most classic episodes coming up here in like the next 
eight to ten episodes. Like the Chinese restaurant, the revenge is next week. We're watching the statue. Many, many more ones that are classic ones that you think are later on in the series, just because of how the characters have been established now. Um, AJ, I know you didn't have a chance to catch this one this week. Um, I, I sadly, Platt, I know you watched it last week, but the basis of the episode is Jerry's been traveling a lot, and he needs someone. He needs a he needs a housekeeper. He needs a, someone, a maid, someone to come in and clean the house, clean the apartment, whatever. Once a week, whatever. So Elaine is editing a new book that's coming out by a young up-and-coming writer who's from Finland. But she acts as if she's from this war-torn country. She's got this really pessimistic attitude, and you'd think she was, like, from war-torn Russia or something. And the joke the whole time is, well, she's from Finland. And, you know, it's like, yeah, they're pretty neutral, man. Um, Anyway, she's dating some Columbia grad student who seems like he's there for theater because he's very boisterous and outspoken, but does an amazing job cleaning Jerry's apartment, and in the meantime, steals a statue that Jerry had found, which was going to replace a statue that George had broken when he was a little boy, which he was going to be able to repay this debt as a young child he had broken a very, very valuable statue to his parents. So Jerry was going to allow him to have this. They go out while this young man's cleaning the apartment. The next thing you know, the statue's gone. Jerry and Elaine are at their apartment, because they're talking to the up-and-coming author, and they see the statue at the cleaning person's place. Long story short, they don't end up making it happen as far as they accuse the guy, meet him there. Kramer goes out on his own, martial law, shows up, shakes the guys down at his own place, takes the statue back, brings the statue at the end of the episode, rewards George with the statue, and George says, uh, you know, I don't know how I could ever repay you. And, and Kramer goes, oh, I'll figure something out and slaps him in the back. A hearty friendship, you know, laughing, slap in the back. And George fumbles and breaks the statue. Um, another show about nothing, really. And oh, so many things at once, right? Go ahead, Chris. You watched it. I, I did, man. This was, it is, it's one of the most quintessential Seinfeld episodes, period. You know what I mean? Especially early on, like you said, really establishing the characters and and what they'll do because how is this not the most Kramer of all Kramer things to do? Like, number one, he fucks it up initially because they start haggling over it. Oh. It gets stolen. Inka rinka dinka do. Inka rinka dinka do. They do like itty bitty mighty mo, right? And and like, or whatever you want to call it. And (laughs) George ends up being it and Jerry plays on his side to give him the statue that, you know, between him and Kramer, that it is a good thing. To which when Kramer leaves, Jerry's like, George, you really owe me one. He goes, what do you mean? It's always bad, man. Yeah. But, but yeah, so they have that thing. Kramer fucks it up initially, does the right thing, ends up getting it back, and then ultimately fucks it up again at the end. And it, but it's also the most Costanza's of things as well. Like, Costanza has this bright idea to actually do right. Shit doesn't work out for him. At the very last second, you think that shit is actually going to work out for him. But, again, he fumbles before he gets to the end zone. Kind of like when Deshaun uh, Jackson mm-hmm. was about to, yeah, he caught that pass, was about to go in and, and fumble the, the ball. He caught the touchdown, just dropped it right before he got in. Dropped it at the one-yard line. Like, yes, that that's a Costanza thing. And I feel like that's what happened in this episode as well. And it only took about, what, 28, 29 floors of an elevator ride for Elaine and the author to get into a squibble about said 
uh, situation to which you see her throwing the manuscript away. And now she's working instead of she <laughs> she says instead of working on the novel, editing a novel on one of the best up and coming young writers, I'm proofreading a food allergy manual. <laughs> Which is an LA thing as well. Sure. And I mean, and you know, they're not they're bad people, like the the main characters of Seinfeld, but they're not always wrong either. Because the guy that stole the statue, he was such a pretentious douchebag that they had to act like they liked. You know what I mean? Because, you know, they didn't want to mess up Elaine's career and you know, all that goofy stuff. But oh my God, he was so was he not a pretentious douchebag? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well he was fake too. You could see that. You know, when he comes home and and Rob is asking him, the, the writer, she's asking him to go do this and that. And, you know, his whole his whole verbose, uh, you know, medieval jester thing kind of goes away. He's like, fine. You know, he kind of squabbles around and <laughs> you know, very Fred Flintstone. But it, it's just a very fun episode, too. It's it's like it's a quick it's a quick story, you know. Watching these without commercials is, is fucking amazing. It's like this 20 minutes that goes by so fast, right? The storytelling is excellent. And, boy, if you enjoy the cutaways to the comedy bits, do, him doing stand-up, then enjoy them because they don't last much longer. I don't know if they last the rest of the season or not, but I'm pretty I, sure they're I not around they're for season I, I, three. I just know they're supposed to end soon. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they last this season. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think they do, which which I like that. Like I, I, I get where they were coming from because his comedy bits are supposed to kind of set up what's gonna happen for the episode and then it at the end it's supposed to kind of tie a bow on what's happening. But once they really get their sea legs, you don't need them, you know? Yeah, it was basically supposed to be the synopsis of like, yeah, you know what? And this happens, like, oh, this is gonna happen on the show. Okay, cool. But I don't think they do it much longer. Like you said, they're all establishing themselves as what their characters are supposed to be. So, All right, I asked oh, yeah, Google oh, a very specific question, oh, and it didn't give me a fucking answer. Well, when when do the yeah. things that when do the uh, things stop? Yeah. Or was was it about Catherine the Great? Oh, I never looked up Catherine the Great. Was that on air? I don't that, think that, that was that, on air. That's a no. That that wasn't on air. That was a callback to uh, our post or pre-production meeting. Because I, I told him I think Catherine Great was the one that allegedly was fucking the horse. She was like horse, the yes. em, Empress of Russia, and she was alleged to. So yes, yeah, so you know the story. I, I, I know to, the story. I know enough. Yeah, to be the one that fucked the horse. Yeah. Did yeah, Catherine yeah. the Great really have sex with horses? No. Well, we don't know. We weren't there. It said no. The the internet said no, so it's got to be true. Yeah, we don't know. We weren't there. I, I it, If I was fucking horses, I would pray, you know, 600 years after my death that my family, too, would say, no, nah, he wasn't fucking horses. Even if I was fucking horses. If you die... Anyway! If you, if, you, if you die before me, Chris, I'm going to come to your funeral. I will spread this rumor. I will I, do it. No, 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 I don't need help. Um, I'm going to come to your funeral. <laughs> and I'm going to give everyone my condolences and say my, you know, you know, whatever. And I'm going to walk up to the casket when everybody's listening and it's a quiet moment. And I'm going to be like, I'm going to miss you, Chris. You sure fucked a lot of horses. You, you would do that to your nephew, huh? 
you would you would destroy your nephew like that just to fuck with me and I'm not even here to appreciate the gag. That's what you would do. Oh, you appreciated the gag all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think that's a great way to end the episode. Good job, AJ. Chris Superflat, when you're not fucking horses, where can people find you? God damn, I hate you belie, man, because that was fucking perfect, but you can all suck my dick. Uh, y'all can find me on Twitter at the real C Platt. Hey. <laughs> the real C Platt. I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm no. Find me on Twitter at the real C Platt. I'm all over the chair shot. Make sure y'all go back and check out my five by five with Patrick O'Dowd, where we talk about the five best and five worst cover songs of all time. I had a ball. You'll hear I had a ball. Really good show. Also, go check out the five by five that Tony and 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 Pod did as well, man. About talking about the five best and worst uh, SNL hosts of all time. That was a good one as well. So make sure y'all check that out. And again, I'm all over Chair Shot. Go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the Chair Shot. Pick up an official Chair Shot T-shirt to support the movement. Please and thank you and thank you and please. And for the record, I don't fuck horses. I don't fuck dogs. I do lick pussy, but the human type just makes love to them. AJ, where can they find you? It's good to know that Platt with his sex life is stable. Uh, you can find me all over. I'm having a kid, bitch. My sex life can't be all bad. That's why I said it was stable. You said stable. No, yes, because that's what somebody wants to hear. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. How's relationship life treat you? Well, your sex life is stable. What the Chris, fuck, he's man? just trying to use Oh, to shit, Jesus, motherfucker. Fuck Jesus. you. Fuck wow. you! Wow! Fuck you, you Jack! Have, <laughs> Fuck you! You. Must, you must have had blinders on to that fact. <laughs> Fuck you too, sir. Okay. Fuck and you all. More of these I funny mean, ass comments. Is that a turtleneck or a jockey? Me. Is that a turtleneck or a jockey riding you? Ah, you can find me at phenomenal AJB, AJB and all caps. You can find me all over the chair shot as well, doing reviews on multitudes of things. Just look up AJ, you'll find it. You can also find me with PC Tunney in the IWC War Chief, and apparently Mr. Velvet over here. And I okay. can't respond about my attire because it's a polo. <laughs> you know, you know, you know how they say never look a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find us on Pod is War at Pod is War on Twitter on Fridays. We'll be back next week. Holy shit, Tony, please wrap this up before I just die of laughter. You never look a gift horse in the mouth, but Platt's never looked a horse lover in the eyes. You can follow DPP at It's Me DPP. You can find me at PC Tony. You can follow the show at Podcast DWI. And you've been listening <laughs> to another edition of the podcast on SDW. What's even worse is I have a Budweiser here. You want a Clydesdale? My bloodline is fucked. Horsing around. Horseplay. Horsing around. Charlie Horse. Now 
son. You're going to have to get up and dust yourself off and jump right back up on that horse. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.